Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. To laugh episode 166. It's a wee laugh for the July 29th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Sitting across the table from me, as always, is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? I am great. Excited. Uh, summer's almost over. I'm not excited about that. We're in the final week of July. That means football's getting ready to start back up. You're going to do School. the fantasy football thing again? Oh, yeah. Got to do the fantasy football. Mm, I want Gandalf. <laughs> My fantasy team. Fine. I'll take Godzilla. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, as a fullback, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I like this time of year. We've had a lot of summer blockbusters. This is now the final throes of death throes of summer, right? Yeah. Uh, this is second to last big weekend. We still have Suicide Squad coming later this summer, but mm-hmm. we're getting near the end. But it's going to be a solid weekend because we have Jason Bourne. Right, Matt Damon's coming back, mm-hmm. reprising his role. He's been in three previous Bourne movies. They tried to do one without him. It didn't do too well, so they finally anted up all the money to get Matt Damon back. Uh, director Paul Greengrass has also returned to the Bourne franchise. We also have Tommy Lee Jones and Alicia Vikander in this. Are you excited to see Bourne do what Bourne does best? Uh, Well, I mean, I guess that remains to be seen. Isn't Jason Bourne just a... American version of James Bond, right? Except he doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he he's dealing with uh, amnesia, at least in the original book. I think now he knows who he is, though. Yeah. I mean, there's a line in the trailer where he says, I remember everything. Where the line in the original trailer is like, I don't know anything, or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm committed to seeing this. Although, I've noticed a diminishing return on the Bourne franchise <laughs> with my entertainment investment. But I'm looking forward to seeing this sort of uh, rebound. They're trying to have a born universe, like a Marvel universe, Star Trek universe. Oh, yeah. They're definitely trying to expand on the mythology. They tried to do that with the Born Legacy, the one that Matt Damon wasn't in, that this is some sort of government training program so we could have tons and tons of assassins. They say the next spies. one will have Aaron Cross, Jeremy Renner's Aaron Cross and Matt Damon in Ooh. the same movie, so. Could be twice as but, good as any other Bourne movie. That's a spoiler. Now we know Matt Damon lives in this one. Yep. This is Jerk. A spoiler. It's not yeah. even a review show. <laughs> it's a preview show. Well, I can. Uh, I I do not particularly like uh, Greengrass's visual style, and it's most telling in um, Captain Phillips. That sort of handheld camera. Mm-hmm. So the DP on this, Barry Aykroyd, is the same uh, as Captain Phillips, and he also did the Hurt Locker, Catherine Bigelow's movie. So that concerns me. I'm, I'm uh, a, a lot of people bit taken really like that. that with the Bourne franchise, and Paul Greengrass did the uh, Bourne Supremacy and Bourne Ultimatum films, which I wasn't that big on. I prefer Dud Lyman's, the original Bourne identity, Dud Lyman's a popular director of the Laugh Podcast. He did The Edge of Tomorrow, which mm. we both really, really liked. 
I just I, I like his visual style. I, I like the way he does storytelling. Coming out. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll watch this. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're gonna review it next week, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, also, I might see it early. You might see it early. Yeah, I might see it tomorrow. Ooh, I don't think I have time. I'm getting ready for a big weekend. Uh, other choices. You've got the comedy Bad Moms, continuing the unofficial Bad franchise. Is it? Is this part of the Bad Universe? <laughs> is this another thing? No, I, they've never really tried to tie any of those movies together, like Bad Words, Bad Teacher, Bad Santa. You know, we're getting Sometimes the sequel, the Badder, or no, Bad Santa Two. I don't know, Badder Santa. That was the unrated DVD version. The bad of News bad Bears Santa. doesn't fit. In this. Oh, I love all that. Wait, so, the Bad Seed. Didn't like the bad seed. Have you seen the bad seed? Yeah, we had to play at our school. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago, man. Yeah. So, Bad Mom stars Mila Kunis, Catherine Hahn, Kristen Bell, Christina Applegate as overworked moms mm. who are trying to be, you know, the perfect uh, PTA mom, Hard hold for down me a to job, imagine. raise your children, and then they decide to just party and be bad i can imagine them partying and being bad but it's hard for me to imagine mila kunis as a mom she is i know she is just hard for me to imagine her as a mom you know who she's married to uh ashton krucher yeah moms for me are like uh mrs mandoweski picking us up from football practice still in her like morning robe smoking a cigarette and drinking coffee Smelling of bacon in her house coat, you know, <laughs> dropping us off or, or us having to sneak around old lady Sanderton to get Kool-Aid because if she caught us in the house between six and nine in the summer. She'd have our ass. She'd, she'd whip us with uh, wooden spoons. Those are moms. Is this movie directed at moms? Or are they hoping to pull in teenagers to watch it's this? the bad part? I don't know. Because this is an R-rated comedy. I can't really see teenagers wanting to go and watch this. No, it's it's the mom. It's it's targeting the the people, the millennial crowd that's growing older now that is resenting the fact that they have responsibilities. So they're hoping this is a date night movie or girls' night out. Girls' we'll night out. Go watch this, like bridesmaids or whatever. It's counter programming to Jason Bourne. Yeah, and we still have yet to have our hit comedy of the summer. None of the comedies have really done that I well. I think that we probably still will have to have that. I don't think this is going to do very well. I don't know. Right. Fair I don't enough. think that we... I don't think that when I was a kid, and I'm 50 years old, I micromanaged the lives of my parents. Like, I didn't make those kinds of demands that they seem to have now, that parents seem to have now. I mean, parents picked us up and dropped us off. But their lives weren't their their lives were their own, and and this movie seems to be tapping into the idea that mothers f- feel that they they don't have a life of their own. And I guess my response to you is you don't. <laughs> you shouldn't have a life if you have a child. You're your own. You're you should be just doing everything that you can for that one child, unless you're old lady Sanderton. <laughs> um. This is my personal. Uh, I, this is coming from a guy who has no kids. Sounds like it. Uh, there's one other movie coming out this weekend. It actually got released on Wednesday, and that's Nerve, starring Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. This comes to us from the director Henry Juiced and Ariel Schulman. Wait, his name is really Juiced? Juiced. 
J O O S T. Oh, I thought like juiced, juiced. like juiced, man. I'm going out. I'm getting juiced. He's done s- such great uh, films as Paranormal Activity three and four. They teamed up for that one, as well as they did the movie Catfish, which is still being called a documentary after huh. all these years. Um, and this one, uh, wait, I it's sp- not. This is a Catfish TV show not a documentary style TV show? Style maybe, but actually, is that all fake? Oh yeah, all of it. I mean, I know the movie Catfish is highly faked. No, I, I'm talking about the TV show. I don't know if uh, the producers huh. have been catfished on Catfish. Wow. Uh, the movie has Emma Roberts as a high school senior who finds herself immersed in an online game of truth or dare, where her every move starts to become manipulated by an anonymous community of watchers. They have to do more outsane, insane pranks and trips and stuff. For ever evolving amounts of cash. The first time I saw this trailer, I was thinking that this idea that you can be sort of that that crowds of people can be motivated to do something because of their cell phone and social media mm-hmm. would be sort of um, a little outlandish. But then Pokemon Go came out, <laughs> and so that proved me wrong in terms of this the ability for the cell phone to force people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. Oh, see, I think this is classical storytelling. This has its roots in Greek mythology. Okay, please expand on that. Well, instead of, you know, this online anonymous community of watchers, it's like the Greek gods getting involved in the lives of mortals. And Emma Roberts and Dave Franco, they're merely doing the 12 labors of Hercules. Okay. (laughs) Just set in a modern setting now. Oh, my God. No? You don't see it that way? I mean, that, that's a take. I it's think fun. that this movie could be a great guilty pleasure. Uh, I think this is one of those movies possible. when you're flipping through the channels, you you stop on it and you watch for a while. I never. This movie seems to me like We Are Your Friends, and I don't know how well that did. Uh, we Are Your Friends, the DJ movie? Yeah. Uh, one of the worst openings ever. This, like, you mean open, not not... The, the movie itself, the, the opening scene. The movie scene opened on something like 3,000 screens and made less than a million dollars. Yeah, okay. That's what this movie feels like to me. I think they're getting this out early. I think the teenagers I think will like the, the movie concept. made 1.1 million last night, or in, in pre-release or whatever, yeah. which is pretty good. I think they did this pretty cheap, under 12 million. It'll well, make is, so the total. movie is meant to appeal to a younger crowd, but is the crowd obsessed with social media and selfies? interested in watching other people who are obsessed like with yes. social media and selfies. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. You know, My problem the... is Emma Roberts is close to 30. Yeah, but she's not playing 30. In this. No, she's playing a high school senior. <laughs> and then Dave Franco always you know, seems to be playing a young guy, too, and he's getting near 30, too. Right. Like, he's got to evolve his character. Maybe they're making a statement. Maybe this movie is a deep, thematic statement. Uh, one of the worst dreams, recurring, disquieting dreams that I have involves me simply going to school or, or being in, sh- in school without any pants on or without a shirt on, right? Uh, this movie has that scene in the trailer where they're like in a crowd or whatever mm-hmm. and they're wearing their underwear. I don't think that the crowd, like Emma Roberts and... Uh, what did you say the other guy? Dave name? Franco. Dave Franco have to worry as much. I like have those body image issues <laughs> and have to have that much uh mm-hmm. angst about you know showing up in public like that. So I don't know. 
So uh, the fears does it, does that fear still exist in this society? Probably, but I don't know. So we're both in agreement to go see Jason Bourne this weekend. Yeah, we've mentioned like several review, times yeah. that we're going to review it. So, well, I mean, yeah. I, I always like at this point in the show to ask you where you'd spend your money, but I think it's kind of obvious it's going to be Jason Bourne. I could go see Nerve because it's already out. I can't. I kind of want to watch Nerf. Yeah. I have no desire to see Bad Moms, but my Nerf, like is, I said, could be a great guilty pleasure film. My guess is you will see Nerf, and you you probably will see Bad Moms, too. You just won't see it this weekend. Yeah. Eventually, I catch up with everything. Sadly, nothing good has come out on the Redbots this week, though I, I would mention rather quickly that next Tuesday, we have The Killing Joke available to buy. Yeah. Batman. Yeah, One of the greatest comic books ever. Mark yeah. Hamill's returning as the voice of the Joker. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Well, then that's about all I'll mention. Yeah, I heard that. it failed at Comic-Con. Yeah, there's been some controversy. Generally, I'm a big fan of these DC animated movies, so I am kind of excited about this one, but I'm worried. Yeah. This is also the first R-rated animated film from DC. Huh. It's a pretty brutal story. Like Fritz the Cat. That wasn't DC. No. Okay. But, you know, I, I'm not sure that this is going to have the success that Deadpool had earlier this year no. when it came to R-rated content. Uh, it's not even... How many theaters is it coming into? Uh, they did a preview showing of it Monday night. Yeah, but, but it it, it's... I think you'll be able to events, download like, it yeah, yeah. Uh, by the DVD or the Blu-ray. So clearly it's not going to make as much of the box office as Deadpool. No, but I don't think it'll be as successful. And, I mean, mm-hmm. other DC animated films have launched... Uh, whole films like Suicide Squad got made because three years ago they did a uh, Suicide Squad animated film that was very well received. You didn't watch it. I no. loved it. Yeah. Okay. And because there was so much high praise, they said, okay, let's try and do a, a live action version of this. Excellent. So, Fair so that's what I got. We have for us for streaming. This movie came out in April of this year and I think I was a little ambivalent on it. Although the last shot I remember uplifted it somewhat. So it's in the second half of, or the top half of the movies of the year, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know exactly where it is on my list because I haven't done a list yet. It's just going to be difficult come uh, Laffy time and awards time at the end of the year. But we, inter- or we reviewed The Invitation on Laugh 138. This is a movie by Karen Kusama, a uh, follow-up to one of her um, movies that I can't remember the title of. Girl Fight? But it was so long ago that Girl Fight came out, so Girl maybe fight. it's not fair to call it a follow-up. <laughs> uh, uh, she did Eon Flux as well. And her writer on both of those movies was Paul Hay and Man- Manfredi. Matt Manfredi. They uh, are a collaborative team who worked together on this movie to create a... Um, sort of a horror thriller vibe where someone has received an invitation to attend a dinner party at his ex-wife's house. He brings his girlfriend along and uh, a sort of moody nightmare ensues. And uh, I, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as maybe you did, but I liked it enough to recommend it for Netflix. It's my net pick of the week. It stars Logan Marshall Green, who is the Tom Hardy doppelganger. <laughs> uh, I think he got the role because Tom Hardy was busy with every other movie that came out that year. Also stars uh, 
Mikael Huseman and Tammy Blanchard stars as his ex-wife. John Carroll Lynch is in this as a character, Pruitt. Now, you remember John Carroll Lynch from the movie Fargo? He's Marge Gunderson's husband, the painter of ducks. He, uh, or, uh, yeah, he's the, he's her painter or her painter husband. And he pretty much has the same vibe or the same look as he did 30 years ago, which convinces me that you're better off if you're going to be bald and fat, you're better off being bald and fat when you're a senior in high school. <laughs> so that when you, when people see you 30 years later, you look exactly like you did when you were in high school. So sadly, I had the bald and fat part down right. I just didn't get the timing right. <laughs> so at nice. any rate, The yep. Invitation, Laugh 138, if you want to hear a review after you've watched it on Netflix, Net Pick of the Week. I like it. I think it would make a wonderful stage play for high schools to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> instead of the bad seed? Yeah, like as you're watching this film, think about how would this be if you had some juniors and seniors running around doing that? Yeah, I'm trying to think of how you would stage it also. You could have four rooms, like yeah. a double story. Oh, yeah, you, you could make it work. A two-story house. But the last scene, I don't know how you'd pull off that last scene. It could be cool. You could set up things in the crowd. Oh, yeah, you could set up things in the crowd yeah. and have them switched on at the right time. You could create yeah, everybody cool looking out into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You should write it. You should adapt it for... You, you, I hear we but, got a new drama teacher at the school. high school level. <laughs> Even though it's completely inappropriate for high school, I, I want high schoolers to do it. Would they have the high school sort of uh, whatever high schoolers do nowadays instead of a dinner party? Would they Netflix and chill as group or something? Is that what they would do? I don't know. Would you adapt it for the, a modern? No, no, no. I'd keep all the dialogue. I just want teenagers saying these lines. I know. It worked in Rushmore. All right. <laughs> I don't think that they had axe murdering and... Uh, didn't they do a play about the Vietnam War in that? Oh, oh, it worked yeah. as a part of Rushmore. Yeah. You didn't adapt Rushmore for a play. All right, we're getting way too right. meta now. That, that's podcast. a rat hole. <laughs> and that's been laughed. Uh, 166. It's a wee laugh for the July 29th weekend. We're both in agreement to go spend your money and watch Jason Bourne. We'll have a review for you next week on the show. Neither of us are very hot to trot about Bad Moms, the new R-rated comedy starring Mila Kunis. We're kind of into nerve. Strangely enough. <laughs> we, you. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. There's no Redbots pick, but I'm telling you in advance to go watch The Killing Joke. And on Netflix, Lust has told you to go watch The Invitation. Yep. And now you must. I have The Invitation. Do it soon. Listen to episode 138 of our review and get ready for the high school musical adaptation. <laughs> oh, it's it. going to be a musical, too. Nice. It's got to be a musical. we got to put it out in the yeah. spring, right? So, uh, thank you for joining me, L-Train. Talk to everybody. There be dragons. Do this thing we do. <laughs> ready. Ready?
Welcome yes, to still. Uh, still ready. 